1: Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. You're listening to Real Adventures with Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Hadgood. Welcome back to Real
0: Adventures. It is now time for the Social Club, Patrick, where you can send your questions in to myself and Pat, where basically you can ask anything you want regarding fishing, boating, and the great outdoors. And, Patrick, don't forget the Real Adventures app, which has taken off like mad. Patrick, have you checked out the app yet and sent, my, sent me a question yet?
1: I haven't sent you a question, but, yes, from from fishing itself to cooking, preparation, regs reviews, um, and, of course, you can access all of Dometic's new range of outdoor uh, equipment that they've just released. It's all on our Real Adventures app, so make sure you head to the app store and download it now. First question is from Joe Patrick. Hey, Red, when
0: gummy fishing, all I seem to catch is perch when anchored. I want to catch some blue-throat ras. Any tips? Now, Patrick, the reason I read the message out or the question out is you love catching your wrasse, and you've caught
1: quite a few on the old fly, haven't you? I think fly you've gotten a few. I must admit, I am stumped by this question because anyone that struggles to catch blue throat wrasse, like I, I just, I don't understand. Head to any reef or come out with me, and you'll catch plenty of blue throat wrasse. and I'll and I'll get them. I'll get them to three, four kilos, the biggest you've ever seen. I will get them. Don't worry about that.
0: Uh, do you know when you fish in the deep, the deep waters? So, for example, 50 meters, 40 meters, 30 meters, and I'm not mean to make this sound bad or whatnot but you know you just mentioned three or four kilo wrasse uh, I try to help a blue throat wrasse when you release it with a swim bladder occasionally it doesn't go pat but you know what is amazing yeah. this is nature at its best you know that big brown browed albatross which wingspans are like a couple of meters either side they will literally swallow a whole three kilo wrasse to itself like just straight down the gob and then straight afterwards shake their head a few
1: times and they watch it <laughs> so it's not- Speaking of speaking of uh swallowing ginormous fish, now before you answer the question around the blue throat rat, um, did you see that it's been circulating on social media? It would have been a eight hundred to a thousand pound black marlin that swallowed a 40, 30 to forty kilo tuna hole. That oh, was extraordinary. One of the most one of the most amazing videos I've just about ever seen. It was a commercial fishing boat and brought the the marlin on deck and maybe 40 kilo tuners a little bit much it might have been 20 to 30 but they pulled it literally out of um out of the mouth and they reckoned that the fish had actually choked that's how it had
0: oh so they didn't, um, did they catch it or did the marlin die well
1: the marlin was dead but they actually think rather than them caught it it was just literally it was struggling on the surface and then the nets had picked it up because it had choked on oh, this
0: oh gotcha yeah okay I thought, you meant massive that. Tuna. I, I thought you meant they were using it for bait but they actually reckon it choked it yeah right interesting anyway yeah, and
1: it, it was massive
0: back to Joe's question now I'm gonna agree with Joe a little bit the ras fishing can be a little bit uh, uh, harder at times when targeting gummy sharks and what I mean by that is you're anchoring up on the edge of the reef and sometimes you might not be sitting on that reef that and bit uh, that that much that you need you have prolific reef behind underneath you where you have that much rash just destroying baits which is a good thing so you've moved off it and you're able to fish the gummies and pick up a few reefish is the ideal situation. But going into winter, they're not as active. So they're not going to come off the reef as far to feed on your baits. So two tips is Simple story. Number one, anchor up on the reef a bit more, and you're going to catch them. Number two, just before you anchor, why don't you just do a drifting 20 meters on reef with a bit of squid on and a size four sinker and catch yourself half a dozen if you Obviously, it's five per bag limit per person. So if you've got a mate, catch yourself half a dozen uh, blue-throat wrasse or parrotfish for bait, and then go to your gummy spot. It'll take you 10 or 20 minutes to do so. There is so many out there on the reefs like you said, Pat. It's just when you anchor up in the same spot, sometimes you might get one or two, and it might be only one or two on that reef, So especially during the colder months of the year. So be a bit more active. Start fishing uh, before you start fishing. So go get your bait. If the salmon jumped up in front of you, Pat, and you're on the way out to go gummy fishing, I guarantee you that you get yourself half a dozen salmon fresh because same thing on the wrasse. Stop down there, get yourself some, stop out the back of the heads or wherever you're fishing and the whole coastline down here, Victoria, right up to New South Wales into South Australia have a different types of reef species and I'm sure the sharks, the gummy sharks especially, are going to feed on them. And what they do a lot of the time when it goes dark, Pat, quite often you don't actually catch the wrasse when it goes dark because they head into their reefs and all of a sudden they're they're trying to be protected. So they won't come out and feed. So daytime hours is a better sunrise, obviously is when you'll start to get them. But when that sun comes up, they're quite easy to catch. Patrick, can you
1: take us through the next question? Daniel, how do I tell the difference between a male and female gummy shark? Well, this comes
0: back to, I think all sharks to tell you the honest truth. Uh, You've got claspers on a male shark, uh, and what that is basically is the way. I'm not a scientist,
1: Patrick. That's for sure, am I? <laughs> but basically, no, <laughs> no. As as you would say, to tell you the honest truth, you are not. I'm not a
0: scientist, but no, they have claspers on the back, uh, on near their anal fin, which runs near their anal region. So basically, if you get a shark <laughs> <as> claspers, <laughs> that
1: like has that, claspers, that that's a that's a scientific explanation and you'll ever hear. I, I, Continue. I,
0: I, I thought you'd like that one. And on a, say, a 10 kilo male gummy shark, the claspers will roughly be between, I reckon, six to 10 centimetres long and you can't miss them. They're on the bottom side of the fish, like I said, Patrick, near the bottom, but basically they're 10 centimetres long and there's two on either side and all sharks... Port Jackson, swell Sharks in Victoria, even Makos, they all. that's how they breed. So that's a male. Another way to tell with gummy sharks, male and a female. Now, this is a bit more of a broad aspect, but your males don't get as big as the females. So I don't reckon I've ever caught a gummy shark being a male that's over probably 12 to 14 kilo, to be honest with you. So I don't, yeah, I don't reckon I have. I, I, so all those big girls, anything, say, we'll say 15 kilos and up are pretty much going to be your big females. So that is also another way. But like I said, that claspers is the number one way to look at it. Last question, Patrick from Melissa.
1: Uh, from Melissa. Yes. My family is looking for a new family boat. I would like a bow rider. My husband would like a center console difference between the two and what you would choose. Well, I suppose they're quite similar. A bow rider and a center console center console, is obviously that 360-degree fishing Redmond. I, If it was me and fishing in southern waters, and I'm not sure where Melissa is from, I'd almost be more tempted by a bow rider simply because of the protection that you get from the windscreen setup, depending on what it is. Like Mark the Carr, for example, has got a 28-foot bow rider, and that thing is phenomenal. But most bow riders aren't exactly set up for, pat, pat,
0: pat, pat. That for thing, fishing. That thing also has a bar and a nightclub in it too, so that doesn't really <laughs>
1: It depends where you fit if you're fishing in Queensland Waters, either or would suffice, I reckon. But I'm I'm a bit against center consoles for Southern Waters Redmond, just with how cold uh, it gets.
0: You and both of both of us are on the same page there, aren't we? Because it's just too cold, like you said. Getting up north, it's no dramas when you got thirty degrees a day and as soon as the sun comes up it's twenty. So yeah. Bow bow right it's a good question because some bow riders, <clears throat> excuse me, aren't made in, like a lot of actually bow riders are not made specifically for ocean fishing so it depends yeah. what it depends what you're doing completely so if you're say for example you're wanting to you want to send a console for casting for tuna uh, you you want to specifically target tuna outside of Portland you're probably not going to buy a bow rider because it gets rough where a lot of the center console boats are designed to ride extremely well through those rougher conditions. So it depends what you're using it for. But like you said, Patrick, I don't think there's a massive place in Victoria for centre consoles. And I don't know if that's just because you and I are both soft, but I reckon <laughs> I reckon you're spot on there. I would definitely go uh, the centre console. Is that all the questions, Pat? Are you going to sneak one more in or that'll do us for today?
1: No, that wraps up the social club. If you've got a question for Aaron or I, make sure you send it into our Real Adventures Facebook or Instagram page or our new Real Adventures app you can get on the App Store and Google Play. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.